Welcome to Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast with fraud expert Skip Myers. This is your guide to fighting fraud and chargebacks. Learn the best fraud prevention solutions and strategies. How to enhance your fraud prevention team. And how to prosecute criminals. Now, here's your host, Skip Myers. Hello, everyone. Hey, uh, welcome to Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio. Hey, I'm Skip Myers. I'm be your host today. Hey, I'm always you know, very interested in seeing what goes on in my community. And as a former criminal investigator, burglary detective, financial crimes detective, you know, I see things that really alert my attention. And, you know, here recently during the holidays, as I'm driving through my neighborhood, I'm amazed to see the amount of newspapers left on the driveway, sometimes overgrown bushes and things like that, that I guess in my mind's eye, looking at a situation through a criminal's eye, I wonder really if these people are in town or out of town. If I'm a bad guy, a lot of my neighbors are telegraphing that they're out of town and they're, you know, they're an easy target for burglars driving through my neighborhood. And I just wish they would just do some simple things so that when the bad guy drives through a neighborhood, maybe a neighborhood like yours, that they pass by your house because your house doesn't look like an easy target. An easy target being that in, in a burglar's mind, it looks like a, you know, a home that's unoccupied or you're on vacation or it just looks easy because it's places are easily concealable or it's very dark at night or the bushes are overgrown or there's newspapers or other flyers sitting in the driveway that makes a bad guy believe that you're not there. So why would you do that? So, you know, bad guys, you know, always tell us what we need to do. You know, you've heard me say that over again. That's kind of like skipology, right? So bad guys tell us what we need to do as a former property crimes detective working hundreds of burglary cases, uh, again, financial crime cases, but burglars always interested me because they would really, uh, I guess, brag about what they did and how they did it. And you know, they were always telling me uh, during the first person interview, you know, why it was easy to commit that burglary at that residence. So uh, I always like to dissect that information and really understand, you know, in what makes a burglar think that it's an easy target to break into your home. And let's talk about this for a minute. So this podcast is going to be about how to prevent a home burglary especially during the holidays. And again, there's, there's going to be about 10 tips here. Very simple, very easy to, I guess, implement at your home. It's nothing really that includes rocket science here. It's very common sense oriented information. And again, a lot of this information comes from who else is the criminal, the burglar himself. So let's talk about this for a minute. So the FBI documents through crime reporting burglaries as part of what they do every single year. And it's called the Uniform Crime Reporting Program, UCR program. And they define burglaries as an unlawful entry of a structure to commit a felony or theft. And to classify an offense of burglary, it involves a use of force to gain entry uh, into a residence or business. And so force entry doesn't have to have had to have occurred uh, but it is a critical element. So it's an unlawful entry, uh, sometimes where there's no force that was used. Uh, and there's, um, you know, a, an attempt to uh, remove property uh, from the owner. So the highlights from the 
2017 FBI crime report comes out every year from the FBI uh, crime in the United States and an overview of burglaries shows that in 2017, there were an estimated 1,401,000 burglaries, which they show as a decrease of 7.6% when compared with the 2006 16 data, which is very interesting to me. So the number of burglaries decreased by 27% when compared with 2013 data, and it was down by 37% when compared with 2008 uh, data, which is very interesting to me. It could be maybe that there's a higher level of awareness in communities, neighborhood watch programs, uh, a lot of more technologies available to homeowners with alarm systems and yeah, the doorbell, uh, surveillance cameras, and so forth may be a deterrent. That's that's some good information. So I'm happy that the burglaries are actually down. Does not mean that you could be a potential bur- uh, uh, victim to a burglary. So let's dive into this a little bit deeper. Victims of burglary offenses suffered an estimated $3.4 billion in property losses in 2017. That's That's pretty high. So it looks like the dollar loss continues to increase. So that could be because as homeowners, we're purchasing higher in electronic equipment. There's other uh, pieces of property within our home that we we have that are not secure. So bad guys have more access to it. So what we should really do is become aware about how bad guys or burglars in this case operate and understand some simple information that can help prevent or lessen the severity to a particular burglary uh, attempt to your residence. So here's some top 10 tips that I put together as a, as a former burglary detective. And again, this is working several hundred different burglaries and talking to actual burglars about what they think about when they drive through a neighborhood. So let's talk about landscaping for a minute. You know, as a homeowner, you know, you ever think about when you drive through your neighborhood, these neighbors that are very, I guess, conscientious about how they manicure their lawns, and there's the, always those neighbors that have overgrown bushes. Well, as a, as a criminal, you know, they look at that. So as a homeowner, I mean, just be sure you trim your bushes and tend to those overgrown plants and things that may obstruct a ground-level door or window. You know, performing that routine maintenance of the premises around your home indicates you know, active home ownership and the occupancy of your home. You know, burglar drives by and he sees these overgrown bushes over windows and different areas of your home. I mean, he thinks maybe you're not really home or not, but again, that gives him cover and concealment when he's poking around your home to find a place to break into. So here's a comment that I put together from uh, years of experience talking to burglars. And I remember some burglars telling me this. So as a burglar, a burglar has told me that, you're, hey, look, your overgrown vegetation makes it easy for me to conceal how and where I'll break into your home. Also, your unkept yard tells me that you may not be home and you've been away for a while for some time. So, you know, that's a burglar telling us that he looks for those signs that your landscaping is unattended and it looks like you're not home or you really don't care. So that's a signal to him that maybe your home's an easy target. So let's talk about when you go on vacation. So many times, it's hilarious. Uh, I see on Facebook and other social media, you know, family members and friends 
telegraph that they're going on on vacation and they're leaving. And don't you think the bad guys know that too? Friends are friends are, I mean, who knows? Prying eyes will see that you're out of town for a couple of weeks. Your home is unattended. So is that really a smart thing to do? Probably not. But look, bad guys know when you're on vacation. So one of the, the first things you should do if you do go on vacation, discontinue the delivery of all those newspapers, if you still get a newspaper nowadays, in your mail. And ask your neighbor, a trustworthy neighbor, to collect that uh, mail and newspapers uh, until you return from vacation. It's very simple. Hopefully you do have a trusted neighbor. So sometimes too, you can ask your local post office to hold your mail until a special, uh, spec specified date of return, or just have your neighbor collect that uh, mail for you until you get back. You know, because all those newspapers in your driveway, all that mail that's stacking up in your mailbox tells the bad guy that you're not home. Why would you want to do that? Make it hard for him to, you know, decide what home he should break into. And here's another quote uh, I remember from talking to, to a burglar who broke into homes. He says, look, I know you're not home when your mailbox is overflowing and that there's all these old newspapers and flyers and things just left in your driveway. You know, I also noticed, you know, while I'm cruising the net, that your Facebook page told me that you're out of the country having a great time with your family and friends, vacation in Europe, and you won't be back for two weeks. Wow, thank you very much. That's the burglar telling me this. So why would we want to do that? You know, don't do that. Take a step back and understand that bad guys are looking at every single way possible to take advantage of when you're not home to break into your home. All right, let's number three, let's talk about a security system for your home. You know, nowadays security systems are pretty much, you know, commonplace. They're so easy to get. They're not as expensive as they used to be. You know, you can buy security systems that are connected to your Wi-Fi. There's all kinds of systems right now available, actually Nest, uh, Simply Safe, systems through Samsung, all kinds of different systems that you can integrate and actually do it yourself, security systems. So why not have a security system to actually take that uh, security of your home to the next level? So a home with a security system uh, is a less risky target. Be uh, think about it. A burglar is driving through the neighborhood. He sees that sign in the front yard that says home secured by, you know, Skip Myers Alarm Company. He's going to keep driving. He's going to go look for the home that does not have a security system. So a home with a security system is a very risky target for a burglar that's casing your neighborhood. A burglar is always going to be deterred uh, when he observes that posted security sign, you know, on the premises of a, of a residence because he'll decide to seek an easier target that doesn't have a security system. So burglars always tell me, he's like, look, when I'm, when I'm casing a neighborhood, I'll look for homes uh, that don't have a post alarm company sign in the front yard. You know, why would I ever target a home with security system when there are always easier homes to break into that don't have a security system? Why would you do that? I mean, they know if I, if they break into a, a home with a security system, alarm's gonna go off, it's gonna signal the police. It's, it's too high risk. They, they won't be able to spend enough time in the home to steal what they wanna steal. So they're gonna go to a home that is less risky and that in that case is gonna be a home that does not have a security system. So why not you know, install a security system into your home? So nowadays too, is what's really great, a home security alarm system may also qualify you for discounts on your homeowner's insurance policy. What a great deal. So 
all of you should contact your insurance provider and determine if you qualify for an insurance discount if you install an alarm system at your house. What a great deal and what a great payoff to not only deter burglars, but really get a discount off your homeowner's insurance. Uh, so number four, install motion detector lighting. You know, those are outside floodlights, maybe other lights on your porch, patio, or deck. But you can install motion detector lighting. Bad guys hate to be illuminated. They don't like the light. They want to be, they want to hide in darkness. So install those motion detector lighting at strategic locations around the perimeter of your home. Uh, motion activity. Activities will make these lights light up and it will give the illusion that you're actually at home. So, bad guys, this is what bad guys would say. So, the darkness around your home conceals my movement and gives me time to break into your home. Makes sense, right? That's why shopping centers and malls and different places in the public, lighting is so important. Lighting illuminates the area so good people like you can see where they're going and see what they're seeing. And it gives a message to the bad guys, hey, we see you. So we want your home to be illuminated so that the bad guys think your your home is high risk. Number five, let's talk about interior lighting and timers. You know, nowadays with all the technology, you have Wi-Fi capability. Wi-Fi lights are available. You can download a link or an app to your phone. You install certain uh, lights via uh, Philips right now has a great system where you install lighting that's Wi-Fi capable, you download the app, you can schedule your lights to come on or off. Let's say you're on vacation. What a great way to show that you maybe you're home uh, when you're not by scheduling your lights to come on during the evening when it's dark outside. That's a great idea. You know, so keep an assortment of lamps and lighting on when you're away from home. You know, timers work best. You can still buy some of the inexpensive items through your home improvement centers to turn on your lights, you know, at the outlet at certain times to give the illusion that you're actually there. You know, it doesn't hurt sometimes to leave maybe the television on if you're really paranoid, if there's actually activity in your neighborhood, or you've been alerted to certain things that are occurring in your area by the police. You know, all this is about giving the illusion that someone is actually home. So what, what a burglar would say, he would say, so when I case your no neighborhood at night, I notice that there are never any lights on at your house. That makes me wonder if you're really ever home. So let's give that bad guy the idea that you're actually home. Give him the perception that there's a higher risk to break into your home at night because there are lights on. It appears to be some activity like the television's on. There's someone actually in the home. Bad guy does not want to break into a home when people are there. Think about that. So use the technology that's available. It's really inexpensive. Research it on the internet. Wi-Fi capable lights and, and timers are a great way to send the signal to bad guys that you are not an easy target. So let's talk about door locks and deadbolts. You know, I use in my own home particular door jams is a pole that you secure underneath the doorknob and to the floor. Very inexpensive, available at your home improvement stores. is a great way to give that peace of mind that that door cannot be kicked in. And believe me, uh, in my former career in law enforcement, I kicked in several doors. It's very difficult or almost impossible to kick in a door that has a door jam. So think about that. That's a great way to really take the security of your home to the next level. 
I really want to talk about door locks and deadbolts because so many times the off-the-shelf deadbolt or door lock has very small or very short length screws. The screws do not screw into the door frame. So when you look at your uh, door in the deadbolt, when it goes into the door frame, you should remove those screws and replace those screws with screws that are at least two to three, three inches or more that can actually screw into the door frame. Why is this important? It's important because those small screws initially uh, do not provide a lot of security. In other words, someone could shoulder, shoulder or kick in your door very easily. Believe me, I know I've done it. But a door that is secured through the deadbolt or door lock mechanism with, with screws from two to three to four inches that screw into the actual door frame, it's almost impossible to kick in. So really consider uh, replacing those short screws that came with the package of the, the typical door lock mechanism with much longer screws. So number, let's see, we're at number seven. So windows, you know, windows are always easy to pry open. Uh, burglars all the time use a pry tool, a crowbar or whatever to pop open, open a window. You know, I really recommend that you reinforce your window security by installing sliding window locks, locking pins, or hinged uh, wedge locks. This makes it very difficult for a bad guy to use maybe a putty knife to go in between the, the window sill there and pop open the locking mechanism. It's so easy to, to break into a window. It's not always about breaking the glass. And I've had a lot of burglars tell me the same thing over and over again. Typical, typical burglar would say something like this. I like to target windows that are obstructed from view usually at the rear or corner of the home. I can pop open your window with a putty knife by prying it between the window sashes and punching out the cheap window lock. So, you know, a very inexpensive way to, to secure your windows, again, like I said, by using simple window locks, locking pins, or hinge wedge locks that you can purchase at your local home improvement store, a great way to up the security of your home. So number eight, let's talk about your garage, if you have one. You know, garages are a great a place to, you know, secure our tools, our, our automobiles, and other things. But it's an also a, a place where bad guys, when they're casing your neighborhood, that they use to determine whether or not your home is a great place to target for a burglary. So I recommend to always, when you know, keep your garage door closed. You know, don't leave that garage door open during the day. If you're both your cars or one car is not there, you're sending a signal to the bad guys, hey, nobody's at home, they must be at work. Maybe they're out running errands. Typical bad guy, I remember saying all the time, he, he would say something like, hey, your garage door open tells me a lot about you and your belongings. When I see an empty garage and there's no vehicles there, you're telling me no one's home. It's easy to just walk into your empty garage, steal your lawn equipment or other tools, and then conceal my break-in by punching your garage door opener and closing your door. And when I do that, then I can break into the door that goes into your home. So when you leave your garage open, I can see all your expensive things in your garage and I can steal anything that I want because no one's going to see me. So close that garage. Don't make it so easy for anyone case in your neighborhood to determine that you're home or not. That's a no brainer. So number nine, your master bedroom. Every burglar knows that the master bedroom is the treasure trove. You know, the master bedroom for burglars is the first place they look for valuables. 
jewelry and guns and money, you name it, they know that the master bedroom is a place they go first. So burglars will say something like this. Hey, I know that most home homeowners keep cash, guns, and expensive jewelry in the master bedroom. You know, homeowners think they can just hide their guns and jewelry and other belongings under the bed and, you know, and no one will ever know, but I know better. So look, don't store the, your valuables under the bed or in obvious places like in the top drawer of your dresser and things like that. Maybe you, you should consider investing in a safe or some sort of off property location or even your safety deposit box. Secure some valuables in those places so it doesn't make it so easy for a bad guy to steal your belongings, your precious heirlooms that you would never want to, to be stolen or ever removed from your home. Number 10, police patrols. You know, homeowners, you know, I don't understand why we don't ask the police to do more. And a lot of people are hesitant to ask the police to do anything, but the police are there to actually patrol your neighborhoods. And especially if they receive a phone call knowing you'll be out of town, they're happy to do what they call active patrols in your neighborhood to help deter bad guys that may actually be targeting your home when you're not there. Just think about that. When you're on vacation, ask the police or call them up to do safety patrols of your neighborhood or your home when you're on vacation or away for an extended period of time. Because burglars will say something like this. Look, I get paranoid when I see police patrolling the neighborhood. When I case a neighborhood and I see a cop car, I'm leaving. So it's just too risky and annoying when cops are around. I'm afraid they might recognize me and pull me over. Bad guys aren't going to case your neighborhood when they see a, a marked patrol car driving through your neighborhood. They're going to go to a neighborhood that is less risky. So don't be afraid to call the police. The police are happy to patrol your area if they know you're out of town. Again, those, those are called safety patrols or active patrols, you name it. But take the time to actually safeguard your residence by you know, involving the police. They're, they're there to help. And one extra thing, if you belong, belong to a neighborhood program where it involves the safety and security or landscaping and things like that, actually, you should ask, hey, are we part of a neighborhood watch program? And if you're not, a great place to go would be NNW.org. And that is the uh, National Neighborhood Watch Program. And the Neighborhood Watch Program can help your neighborhood start up a neighborhood watch. And it's very simple where neighbors and become allies with you so that if they see suspicious activity, they alert the police and they alert different neighbors. It's a great way to actually up the ante and actually make it more risky for bad guys to target your neighborhood for burglars because the signage will go up in your neighborhood alerting the bad guys that, that your community is part of a, a greater neighborhood watch program that's actually looking out for one another and contacted pol contacting the police uh, for any suspicious activity. So during the holidays, take these 10 simple tips, common sense tips to safeguard your home from burglars because believe me, bad guys are targeting your homes this time of year. Why? Well, think about all the presents underneath the Christmas tree. Think about all the vacations that are happening, the times you're not actually home. Bad guys know you're not there and they're going to exploit your weaknesses. Weaknesses being that you won't be home. Your lights may be off. You're telegraphing when you're on vacation. Do certain things and common sense steps to make it harder for the bad guys to commit fraud and burglaries against your residents. And let's ruin their day by thinking that the police are patrolling your neighborhood 
and that you're part of a Neighborhood Watch program. Hey, everybody, this has been a great day to deliver this message to you, and I hope you have a great holiday, and let's all ruin a bad guy's day. Thanks for listening to Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast with Skip Myers. If you liked our show, please tell your friends and colleagues. You can learn more about us at ruinabadguysday.com or visit us on Twitter and Facebook at Ruin a Bad Guy's Day. Join us for another episode of Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast. The information provided in Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered legal or financial advice. You should consult with legal counsel or other professionals to determine what may be best for your individual or organizational needs.